Hi, welcome to the Brain Injury Answers Podcast. This is Dr. David Glazer providing the answers you need when a brain injury occurs. This podcast is for educational purposes only. For treatment, please consult your physician. This podcast does not represent the Department of Veterans Affairs. All right, let's get started. Question, can you please talk about pain after a person sustains a traumatic brain injury? Answer, of course. There are many causes of pain after a traumatic brain injury. Obviously, someone who's had a moderate to severe brain injury might even require surgery because they may have broken bones, they may have a fractured skull, they may have whiplash in the neck, they may have muscle soreness. So there's a variety of reasons why there could be pain. In addition, someone who has sustained a mild brain injury, also known as a concussion, can have various levels of pain. Let's put it into a context of a clinical scenario, something that could happen in real life. Let's say someone's in a car and has a car accident. So if, say, they have a concussion or a mild traumatic brain injury from the car accident, their neck might be sore because of the shaking back and forth. Maybe the neck pain will go away just with some ice packs or some heat. If someone has more numbness and tingling down their arms after such a car accident, then there could be more to their pain or nerves that are affected as well. In the same car accident that someone sustained a concussion, they may have low back pain. They might have muscles that are very sore, just like the neck. They may have numbness, tingling, nerve-type pain. Now, let's move on to a more severe accident, which may cause a moderate or severe traumatic brain injury. In addition to the muscle and nerve pains, someone may break a bone or fracture their skull. There could be pain during that process. There could be pain after surgery. In addition to headaches that may occur after having a brain injury, please see a prior podcast on headaches for more information. There could be pain due to injury to internal organs as well. In stroke, which is a sort of acquired brain injury, where there's a lack of blood flow to the brain or a blood vessel in the brain burst causing blood to be lost, in essence. Sometimes people develop something called central pain syndrome or thalamic pain, which also causes a lot of kind of sensory type pain. So 
Someone could feel a lot of numbness and tingling down their arms and legs or throughout their body. And if someone touches their skin, they could be hypersensitive. And that could cause a lot of pain. After big surgeries or accidents, people may have external fixators going through bones in their limbs to help bones heal So there's a lot of different reasons for why pain may occur. So what should one do about pain that's occurring? Well, first off, there are medications in the right situation. In general, opioids, also known as narcotics, are not used to treat musculoskeletal pain but they can be used to treat post-op pain, especially right after the operation or surgery is occurring, especially if there are multiple fractures and there are multiple surgeries, whether on the brain and the stomach, on the legs and arms, neck, back. I think you get the point if there are multiple surgeries all throughout the body. One could use over-the-counter medications, which are very effective in many cases, such as acetaminophen, which many people know by its brand name Tylenol, or NSAIDs, non-steroidal anti-inflammatories, such as Aleve or ibuprofen. And then there are medications that are nerve-stabilizing medications, such as gabapentin, Pregabalin, also known as Lyrica, Cymbalta, which many people know as a medicine for mental health related reasons, but it's also been found to help treat pain. Amitriptyline, nortriptyline are also medications that can help with pain as well. Oftentimes people may have trouble sleeping and have pain or they may have trouble with various activities in addition to their pain. So one should consult their doctor about choosing the right medication that can pinpoint both issues, such as someone who may have pain and have trouble sleeping. Medications as amitriptyline or nortriptyline may help decrease pain and help someone sleep at night. But again, it could be the pain keeping someone up at night, not necessarily some sort of more intrinsic sleep disorder. So that's the medication route of treating pain. But we know to treat pain, you really have to approach it for many disciplines. So we have the medication route. The next route is therapies. Therapies after a person sustains a traumatic brain injury, no matter what severity of injury, is very important. Muscles like to move. So you have to get those muscles moving so the pain can decrease. Walking, if one is able to after the injury, is very good. Gets a lot of muscles engaged, gets them stronger, gets someone standing up straight. That can help decrease pain. 
especially if someone can walk outside and get a lot of sunlight in. Sunlight helps bring someone into a good mood in many cases. Many of you have probably heard of seasonal affective disorder where because of the lack of sun, people's mood gets down. Various other modalities such as using heat and ice packs can help with pain. Ice can often help decrease some of the swelling and heat can often help relax muscles. At your doctor's recommendation, you may see a chiropractor if it's appropriate within the context to help with your pain. One may go see an acupuncturist and undergo acupuncture to help treat pain. Also, we know that pain is processed within our brain. So, seeing a psychologist or some sort of counselor or therapist that can help you process pain and understand pain and how to deal with pain. Because by knowing what's causing the pain and knowing how to deal with it from a psychological or cognitive or mental aspect can help decrease pain within one's body. Aromatherapy has been found to help with pain. So there are many ways to approach pain after traumatic brain injury. And it's important to work with your physician to see what's going to work for you. And as we've said before in prior podcasts, you need a good foundation of overall health to help heal a traumatic brain injury. This includes also helping to reduce pain in the body. Make sure you're sleeping well at night because no sleep can increase pain in the body. Make sure one is getting a healthy diet because food is medicine. Food tells our body what to do. Diet such as the anti-inflammatory diet, which is basically eating whole healthy foods, not processed foods can help decrease inflammation throughout our body and not only help with decreasing pain, but also help with increasing overall health. So again, it's very important to treat pain properly through the many modalities that have been discussed and the more that will come out in the future. Big accidents and injuries in the setting of a traumatic brain injury can increase pain, and your physician can help decrease the pain. And by seeing a brain injury medicine physician within physical medicine rehabilitation, one can get proper pain treatment that will also allow the brain to continue to heal and recover. That's a wrap for today. Remember to email all your questions to braininjuryanswers at gmail.com. Check out the website www.braininjuryanswers.com. Thanks for listening.